The following program is listener supported through Consider His Word Ministries. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. From the heart of the Florida Everglades, this is the Consider His Word radio program. Today we want to encourage you to consider what God says in His Word, the Bible. I'm Pastor Arlen Payne inviting you to join us as we open the Scripture together and consider His Word. Welcome to Consider His Word. Today we're going to be in Matthew chapter 16, and so I'd invite you to If you can, find a Bible and open it and consider the Word of God with us today. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 16, beginning in verse 24, and we'll read that passage of Scripture here in just a few minutes. I want to remind you about our website at www.considerhisword.org. There are a number of things you'll find there, a number of resources and some history about our ministry here, but also there's a link that says Contact Us. We'd love for you to click on that link and send us a note. Let us know where you're hearing the broadcast today. And if you'll send us an address, we'll send you a little prayer journal. Now, these little prayer journals are absolutely free. In fact, I'm going to make you this promise. When you write to us, we will not send you a whole bunch of requests for money. We're not going to flood your uh, email box full of email. We're not going to send you uh, tons and tons of letters. <laughs> it's just a simple transaction. Let us know where you're hearing the broadcast. We'll send you the prayer journal. And that's it. And if you would pray for us, put us in that prayer journal. This prayer journal is just a little notebook. fits easily into a shirt pocket or into a purse or to a Bible case or something like that. A place where you can write down your prayer requests. The Bible says to let your requests be made known unto him. And then you can see as God answers those as you mark them off or perhaps date them. So I'd like to send you one of these. So you can click on the link at the website. Again, considerhisword.org. You can email me directly at considerhiswordradio at gmail.com. Again, considerhiswordradio at gmail.com. Now, as many do, you can simply write to us. Again, send us an address. Tell us where you're hearing the broadcast today. You can write to us at Consider His Word Ministries. 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. Let me give that to you one more time. Consider His Word Ministries, 30290 Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. This series that we're beginning today and we'll cover for the next two, maybe three weeks, is entitled Following the Savior. Jesus talked about following him here in Matthew chapter 16. And these are some very powerful and very, uh, some verses that you really need to take some time to think about. This is why we call this program Consider His Word, something very important for you to consider here. Beginning in 24, verse 24 of Matthew 16. Jesus said unto his disciples, If any man come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. 
For whosoever will save his life will lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is it it profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and he shall reward every man according to his own works. Verily I say unto you, there shall be some standing here which shall not taste of death till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. I think that verse 28, that last verse is still relevant today, that Jesus could come any day. And we may not taste of death if Jesus comes and takes us in the rapture. Now that's a whole nother series and a whole nother Bible study, and we'll get to that eventually. But what I especially want you to think about today is following the Savior. Let me ask you this question. Would you consider yourself a follower of Christ? If someone would ask you, are you a follower of Christ, how would you answer? Now, you know, I would like to think that I am. I try to be like him. I try to obey his word. I try to do what he says. But I'll tell you, I fail so often. And every day I have to kind of again reevaluate if I follow Jesus today. Was I obedient to him today? You'll see here in, in the scripture that Jesus was very serious about this and said, if you're going to follow him, you're going to have to put him first in everything. He said these very words, if a man come after me, let him deny himself. Now, I'll tell you, that's very difficult to do in this me generation where it's all about me and it's all about how famous I can be and how many likes I can get. It's hard to think about denying ourselves, being obedient to Christ even when we don't feel like it. You see, that's denying ourselves when we put him first. And I know sometimes when, you know, for example, sometimes that Sunday morning comes around and we just don't feel like it. Don't feel like getting up and getting ready for church. Don't feel like getting up and, and going to talk to somebody. Sometimes we just don't feel like it. But it's in that moment that you must deny yourself and put Christ first and follow him. I'll tell you, growing up many, many times, I didn't want to do what my parents want me to do. Uh, when my parents wanted me to clean the room, I didn't want to do that. But I would do it anyway, mostly because they made me right. <laughs> or, or those times when it was cold outside and mom said, take the trash out. And I didn't want to do that, and yet I would do it anyway. You know, following Christ is not easy. Uh, following Christ and, and trying to be like Jesus is not always easy. Sometimes we kind of paint it as a rosy picture that, oh, this is the best life you'll ever have. And, and I believe it could be and it can be. Uh, I believe Jesus promises the abundant life, but we've got to deny ourselves and put him first. Colossians 1.18 said, and he is the head of the body, the church, was the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things, catch that, all things, he might have the preeminence. <laughs> preeminence means the first place. Jesus said we're to take up his cross. To take up his cross means to take up his cause, his purpose 
You know, it doesn't mean to bear some burden. You know, I've heard people say, well, I've got a cross to bear. That's not what he's talking about here at all. He's taking, taking his cross. The disciples knew what he was talking about. And what it comes down to this, that it means a total, absolute total surrender to Jesus. You see, when the Romans made Jesus carry that cross, and when the uh, those who had broken Roman law or, or for whatever reason were being crucified and they had to carry a cross, it represented total submission and total surrender to them. That victim would be totally subjected to Roman authority and to Roman abuse and Roman dictatorship, if you want to say it that way, that they would, they would be under their authority, and it would always result in death. Jesus said that we must take up our cross, take up his cross, and he said, and follow me. So to follow Jesus, you know, when we trust Christ as our Savior, and as the Scripture says, we confess him, Lord, we believe in the resurrection, and he said we can be saved, read Romans 10, 9, and 10, that we must be fully obedient to him. He must be the Lord of our life. That means that he owns us, that we belong to him. You know, we really don't understand totally, I think, in our Western culture what it means to have somebody be the Lord over you. It meant that they owned you, that you obeyed them whatever they said. You went wherever they sent. You did whatever they told you to do. And if we're going to be a follower of Christ, we must be totally, absolutely surrendered to him. I know what happens, and we're going to study this a little bit in this series, but, you know, some will, will surrender to Christ, and, oh, they'll make a profession of faith until it gets hard. And I got news for you, sometimes it may get hard. And if we're going to live for Christ, it means that we've got to, to listen to him. We've got to obey him. How do we do that? We read the Word of God. We go through and read the Gospels. Learn what Jesus said. Learn how Jesus told us to live. We must learn of him, as Jesus said in another place. He said to come and learn of me. And so as we learn of him, we learn to understand what he was like, how he treated people, how he loved people. To follow him means that we've got to try to live like he lived. Now, I don't mean you've got to go out and and grow a beard, and get a robe, and walk in sandals. Some take it very literally in that sense. But it means to live like he lived, to live in faith, live trusting the Lord day by day. We've got to learn of him. We've got to learn to live like he lived. We've got to be obedient to him, whatever he tells us to do. And you go through and read the Gospels, and you'll see many cases where Jesus told us very specific things to do, that we are to follow him. Now, in, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to look at different kinds of followers of Jesus. Let me give them to you quickly, and then we're going to come back and look at them more individually. You have the imitation follower. We'll see that imitation follower in Judas. 
someone who by all outward appearances seemed to be a follower of Christ. And then secondly, there was the intermittent follower. Uh, this would be like Peter, who would follow Christ, who would <laughs> tell him, you know, I'll, I'll go to death for you. And then uh, when push came to sub, denied him, denied him three times. And then finally, we're going to look at the imitation, or pardon me, the intimate follower of Jesus, and that we see in John. John, in his gospel, would not ever refer to himself by name, but he would say the disciple who Jesus loved, the intimate follower of Jesus. So I would begin by asking you this. First of all, are you a follower of Christ? Secondly, do you wish to be a follower of Christ? I do. I want to be like Jesus. You know, one time years ago, we were doing a Bible program, and I was dressed in a costume as a Bible character of some kind. I don't remember now what it was. But I, as a character, I had on a, a Bible costume of sorts, and uh, this little girl, I'll never forget, came and asked me in a very kind of a shy manner, and she looked up at me and she said, Are you Jesus? Well, I had to explain to her that I was not Jesus. But, you know, I would love that when people see me, that they would see Jesus. And that they would see Jesus in me and Jesus in work at work in me. If you're going to be a follower, you're going to have to put your faith and trust in him. Have you received Christ as your own personal Savior? Are you following him in faith? Bow your head before him and ask him to come into your life and to be your Lord and Savior. So let's study what it is to be a follower of Christ. God bless you. Consider his word. Consider his word. Thanks for listening today. Like us on Facebook and visit our website at considerhisword.org. This is Pastor Arlen Payne saying, till next time, God bless you as you consider His Word. The preceding program was listener-supported through Consider His Word Ministries.